0: I like to be a backpack sometimes. What? Listen, I'm, I'm always a little spoon. You gotta be little. Babe. I'm a big girl, like a tall girl. No, like I want to be eight percent of the time. I'm little spoon. I'm just saying. Sometimes it's funny
1: and cute. So you're, such just, you're little and cute. Yeah, a you're cute. And you're not five eight. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but the man who's
1: your height. Like a fucking giant sometimes, Alana. Literally, you could be the backpack. I've never been a backpack. <laughs> nice we are Christ. backpacks. We are full-blown like <laughs> hockey satchels. <laughs> like, We're hockey golf bags. bags. We're golf bags. I feel <laughs> tall standing here. here.
2: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. We're back in the studio. <laughs> Shabbat shalom. Wait, no, we were in the studio last week. We're we back are. again. We're back at it again, baby. Back yet again. How you been, Alex? I feel like, do you ever have those times where you see your friends consistently, but you feel like you haven't really chatted in a while? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel today with you guys. Okay. I,
1: I actually yeah. like that because um, somebody the other day was like, you need more girl time. And I was like, no, Who's no, that? I don't. Who's that? I, I think my therapist or someone was like, do you get girl time? And I was like, yeah, plenty at my job. Like such a unique job to where it's just girl time constantly you're like do you know what i do i'm like i need couple time or something i need, i don't know i need boy time yeah and i'm
2: like i <laughs> live yeah,
1: I, no. need... <laughs> yeah I, need, I need i need sexy time no I need
2: sexy poo time false what did you say sexy what sexy poo 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 sexy poo <laughs> oh <my. laughs> do you know pet do you like pet names um okay so well, is a, what, describe a pet name, because I feel like they're different for everyone. Okay. Well, I think the least offensive is Babe. Like, or at least, like, Babe is still a pet name, but, like, Pooh Bear.
1: Your Pooh reminded me of that.
2: Okay, I love nicknames. I think that they're such a great way to, like, connect with a person, and it shows, I don't oh. know. It, I don't know. I feel like when a guy gives you a nickname, it's like, all right, they might have a crush on me, you know? But... Um, I feel like there's like different tiers. Like you can say like the last name, you could be like George, Jay, and then it can go to like babe, baby, and then the pet names. I think is like sugar, sugar lips, Pooh Bear, and I I never kitten, and I I never want to kitten. Be, I never want to be a pet name, but I love like a babe. I love a babe. Ooh.
1: I agree. I think ba- I think babe is the best name there is. I agree. I like a nickname, but like I don't want. I don't want the person I'm with to call me Alex. I feel like I'm in trouble. Like if Graham's yes. like, Alex, I'm like, whoa, no, no, no. Like I'm babe or sweetheart and typically babe. But then I think, but like, I want my guy friends, they can call me like Bennett, you yeah. know, like that's fine. But I think we've got problems when the person, you sound like
2: you're in trouble. Totally get that. I love, um, like, uh, I hate, like, don't ever call me honey, but like a hun, mm-hmm. a hun- Or a babe. I don't like baby. I don't like the long ones. I like the quick, like, babe. Yeah, that's quick. You know what I think is so awkward? When you're
1: at dinner with other couples and your significant other's like, oh, baby. It's like, listen, we got it. You guys are together. You clearly like each other. You don't need to prove it to me. But it's so awkward when they're like, baby. Like, I can handle a babe at dinner. I can handle like, a, sweetheart, we pass me that? If you're far away, I think yeah. it's a little endearing. But like when we get into the babies, I'm like, oh, stop. My skin's crawling. Mm. Nickname etiquette is a thing. Okay. Yes. Also, what? how do you feel about PDA if you're all at a dinner? like Just if we were, hands. Yeah, Just we don't need kissing. Just stop. I agree. I think you're trying to prove something. Same. I yeah. think it's weird. It's like, we know you like each other. Yeah. It's, we're
2: good. Like Be mature about it.
0: Yeah. It's, it reminds me of like high schoolers making out in the hallway.
2: Yes. It's like- do that. PDA has evolved for me so much. Like I used to be that person who was like, do not, please do not touch me in in public. I just like didn't like that. But the older I'm getting, the more I'm like, I love like a good handhold hmm. or like arm around you or like getting a little handsy, sitting at the bar or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I definitely feel like I'm into that by myself with the person I'm seeing, but do not. Touched me too much in front of my friends.
0: Oh, wait. I just remember that this guy I dated in college that I was, like, obsessed with, he used to call me by my first and last name. No. I no, all the No, but it time? was, like, hot. Oh. I don't know why. It was, okay, like, wait. weird. He'd be like, oh, hi, Lana Vizzoni. Okay, Wait, I, d- I, didn't, I, I didn't hate and that. And, like, if I, like, if I was, like, Please. like being, like, rude or something, he would, like, call me by my first and last name. Can you say that again? He'd be like, oh, hey, Alana Bazzoni. I've never heard you say your
2: full name
1: before. <laughs> now I know how to pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, I only <laughs> it. like, oh <laughs> I the So it's Bazzoni. <laughs>
2: no, I thought the same thing. Say it again because I never Oh did that's, that's so funny! I get, I've gotten that like my whole life. <laughs> People are always like, "What's a lot of Like, you know, Vizio, Viz, old, viz, 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 viz.
0: Uh, something yeah. like that. V? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, V. I want <laughs> I literally thought the same thing.
2: I was like, say it again. That's really
0: funny. No, that's, that, I've gotten that my whole life, but I don't know something about it. Just
2: like, mm-mm. See, that's cute. That's why the one thing I will disagree with you on is, I do get when someone's like Alex, like you're in trouble. But I will say when a guy says my like full name in a different setting, it kind of gets me going. A full name. Now that you're not saying, Jordan that. Woodruff, not Jordan
1: Woodruff. Not Jordan Woodruff. But if he like said Jordan, it in like a like Jordan, there, there's something kind of hot it about almost that. It was like
0: the theory of you. Uh-huh. And like, he like is like thinking about like the idea of you.
2: I like that. I love when people say my name. I, what? About, yeah, but not like I don't want to. I get it when it comes to being in trouble too.
1: It does feel like you're being disciplined. It's all about tone. Tone is massive. Tones change, but guess what doesn't? Because we always talk about how the seasons change. And and where we record changes. But what doesn't change? What? Is pink Whitney shots.
2: I was going no, that does work because it doesn't matter what your tone is for the day, a pink whitney shot is always all the help way. You <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what your tone is for the day, a pink whitney shot is what was
1: it? Pink Pink Whitney shot all the way. Somehow yeah. we need way in
2: there. Yeah, I love
1: that. <laughs> not not the best rappers alive. Um, but the point is Pink Whitney shots never fail. So head over to your local bar today and order you a Pink Whitney shot and everyone around you a pink Whitney shot. Cheers. Love that. Cheers. Love that. Um, okay, so I have this thought Love that I ran thoughts. into. <laughs> Love your thoughts. So Graham and I will get in these discussions, and I've realized there's like a like a trump card exists, right? Like one that I found myself unable to argue
2: with. And so we'll be, we'll be. Whoa, 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 wait, wait. There's a something you can't argue with that exists <laughs> I, know. Well, I must know right now what it is my therapist
1: said and i'm like mm, hmm
2: i've pulled that once or five times
1: yeah because you can't argue with my therapist said because i'm like they have a degree so yeah. we'll be like listen i don't think i don't think you should do this i don't think well my therapist said and i'm like i guess we're going with that because your therapist said it
2: yeah, that's that's a good one.
1: But it's hard because you guys have different therapists too. So you could be like, well, my therapist said this. I've I realized our generation's problem is my therapist. Well, my therapist. And I'm like, well, let me sit down with you and your therapist next time. And then it's like, no, that's my sacred time. And then I'm like, but my therapist and then we're like that's
2: like us on the pod we're like well my therapist one time said
1: (laughs) my therapist said i should date somebody well mine said you should be single (laughs) it's like well what do we do because it's like they have a degree yeah so it feels so qualifying yeah but then you're like but what about my opinion as your wife my therapist
2: said are you able to tell us what it was
1: I do have examples, but I don't want to, the specifics I feel
2: like are personal. I get that. I mean, with therapy, yeah, we have to realize there's a boundary. It's like Um, Graham's therapy. Tell your wife to F off. It's not even (laughs) Alex, it's Graham's therapy that you're airing out to everybody who listens. We (laughs) respect Graham on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, okay, so who's talking to therapist about? (laughs) Love that, love that. Um, Okay,
1: I one other thing I was thinking about is you made a comment to me, I think, like last week or something about sex hurting. Or not.
2: I did. I did that. Yes.
1: And then, and then I had sex and it hurt. Oh. And do you want to know what I thought about? Yeah. I, do you, this is a theory, your theory or a theory? My, well my, I don't know. You invented it theory? Well, I think I invented (laughs) it. I thought it, I'm sure. So I'm sure it's, somebody's going to DM and debunk it. Okay. Um, but does, this is more of a question. Does sex hurt? when it it's not your ideal position furthermore there are positions i know won't hurt me and they're my favorite but i've been trying to be selfless in the bedroom because the gasms ruined my life so like i'm orgasming in a second of course it has it's like run it's ruined it so i orgasm like that so i was trying to think like what can i do for him and it's doggy
2: style, and I hate it. I knew you were going to say that. And it hurts. It hurts hmm. me so much. Like, it's very painful for me. It's because my tilted uterus. But I don't know that it's painful for me because of <laughs> it's that. Fat. It's It's because my
1: tilted uterus. <laughs> my doctor told me. <laughs> this is what my therapist said. So it, that's what's brutal about it now is actually when it was happening, I was thinking, do I have a tilted uterus? And I don't think I do. But I think it's
2: because I'm not enjoying it. So then I think it might hurt more. It could be all in your head, too, because you've also just heard us say we don't enjoy it. So your brain could be being like, "Well, I shouldn't enjoy it either." <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. What, like, do you like it? Love. Oh, never mind. I'll yeah. say I don't know anybody who likes it. That I feel like you and Haley Bieber. We love
1: it. <laughs> it's a good. Good company yeah. right there.
2: <laughs> but <laughs> but, love it. Uh, I, sex hurting is so interesting because like there's like three different reasons I can think of why. Like some people say it's your like sex can hurt from past trauma too. It could just be like you're not into it, like you're dry or that's not what wet. I think it was. Or three like you're in your head like mm-hmm. the or maybe for it actually does hurt i don't know i caught myself literally being like
1: i'm doing this for you and it does hurt yeah but then i thought how thankful i was like i should be <coughs> so we ran into this guy upstairs who was telling us one of our coworkers was like oh when you when you have kids you start to lose physical energy
2: around sex sorry i thought you meant like you and graham ran into a guy and <laughs> I was like, wait, where's this story going? Where? So I my we mean there's threesome. <laughs> is it, oh, yeah, we.
1: We. No, I didn't have my... I was kidding with the guy. I was kidding, because you were like, I, you, that's yeah, all we yeah, were in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was saying how when you have kids, you lose, like, physical energy. And I was thinking, that's going to be so crazy. Like, right now, I'm like, oh, my God, it hurt. it's hurting. But then I'm like, there's going to be a time, because we talked about kids last episode, and I'm like, there's going to be a time when I'm going to be so physically tired that I'm not even going to want to have sex with my partner. And then it had me thinking about losing like physical attraction to your partner, like the older you get.
2: Yeah. And it's so interesting you bring that up because I know a long time ago, we had a great episode about um, being friend zoned by your partner. And I feel like we just have to make sure people understand the difference. Like when you were talking about that, that was more, I feel like emotional, like you became like friends. Correct. And this is like, you physically are losing that attraction to that person or you're physically, you don't have that in you anymore to get, it on with your partner
1: yes and that's and and i think like the first time we talked about it it had happened mm-hmm. this is
2: more of like a fear it it probably will happen one day i know and yeah. it just like scares me one of my biggest fears because this happened to me uh in my long-term relationship is um like losing I hate it's hard to say like losing physical attraction to someone because they just will assume like, oh, that person got ugly. It's like, no, not necessarily. Like that person was still very attractive. I just like wasn't physically attracted to them. So I have a fear that in my next relationship or my marriage or whatever comes for me in the future, like that's gonna happen again. Mm. And I don't know how to fix it because I didn't fix it last time. We just broke up. Right. Okay. So you know, I love Ed Milette. Yes, he he
1: one time and it shocked me that he said this, but somebody asked him because he's been with his wife since like he's known her since kindergarten. Yeah. And they were like, what do you think the key is? And he was like, I don't think a lot of people will say this, but I seriously think it's remaining physically attracted to her. And I was like, OK, that's that's fair. Does, but then I started wondering, does that mean he thinks she's hot? Because, do you know, who, who's like the guy Pierce Brosnan or whatever? Oh, God, I know who you're talking about. He posted a photo with his wife recently, and I guess maybe she's gained some weight or something, and, like, they had, like, an immense amount of internet trolls coming after her. Oh, no. And I know, and he went back, and he was like, she's, like, the mother of my children, and I love every curve that she has, and, like, I find her so beautiful, (laughs) and it gave me so much perspective on Ed's quote because it was like, oh, he just, like no matter how we evolve as humans. Like, I even I even hear my mom sometimes, and she's like, the older you get, like, the harder it is to lose weight. So I'm like, I don't think it's a weight thing. I think it's, like, so cheesy, but they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But, like, when you see them go through all these life changes with them, I'm like, I, I would think you would grow to, like, love them for that. But there's the other side of that where you can seriously lose, like, attraction to them if
2: they kind of let themselves go. Yeah, no, letting yourself go in a marriage or even, like when someone stops trying in a marriage or relationship, I shouldn't say marriage, any type of relationship, it's really difficult because I don't know how to come back from that. Because when that happened to me, we literally just ended the relationship. What was it that happened? Like
1: you just did anything specific happen or you were you just like, I don't, I'm not attracted to you anymore.
2: Well, so I think what happened was, so I was in a relationship for five years. We lived together. And I think since we did it in college, and a year or two after college, we had so much going on in our life where we just got really comfortable, very routined. And then one day we were just like, what happened? Like we aren't trying anymore. We're just living day in and day out as essentially roommates. It got to the point of Mm. like, maybe he didn't see it that way, but I did because like we weren't physically, we weren't having sex anymore. Like we would have sex like once, maybe once a month. Right. And I just, he was, a very good looking guy like nothing about him changed physically I just wasn't physically attracted to him anymore and I didn't want to have sex with him anymore so we literally just became roommates and I stopped trying he stopped trying and we just like didn't work at it
1: oh that's interesting yeah so you know, we broke up so, <laughs> and so we broke up yeah you know what I when we when we started to talk about this topic it's like I've been existing beside Graham And all the things that I find so attractive about him right now in this phase are like how he handles me, how I feel like secure with him, the way he like talks and the things he does. But when we brought this up as a topic, I feel like I like snapped out of it and like looked at him. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't feel like I've looked at you in, I don't know, maybe a year and been like, wait, I think you're so like, I think he's so cute. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I think you're so hot. love, But I haven't like but I hadn't snapped out and been like, wait. Like, I see him get dressed for work, and I'm like, you're so cute. But it's like, I love him for the personality right now. Yeah. But then I think there's going to come times where that's going to get tough. And so then it's like, it's nice that I think you're cute. But I would, think, I would think that the two would run because you've got physical and then you've got emotional. And I think they would both come into such significant play the older you get. Like, I saw something that a girl posted, and she was like, my husband can either be fat or he can be mean, but it can't be both. And I was like, I li- I think
2: that's kind of, like, funny. Yeah. <clears throat> I also think by for age, like, the older I've gotten, what I think is hot in the man has changed so much. Like, what you just said about Graham, how you're like, how he holds himself, how he, like, or handles himself, how he treats me. Like, when I am now looking at guys, like, I I never am going to pick the guy with the six-pack. I don't, that's not my vibe. Like, I don't need that in my life. But a man who is, like, polite and is just, like, confident in this or that like that's what i find hot
1: yeah and also you probably are starting to see the older you get longevity in that yes like you want the guy that comes home and he's like this is what i learned at work today and you're like that's so hot yeah that you're like a good worker
2: also like i can't we can't have six packs forever like I, and i don't want to have a six pack like that's a lot of pressure for me to date somebody <laughs> who's just like super hot and chiseled like I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> like I think I think we've evolved
1: on the topic of like when we first did this of like l- losing attraction to a person and it's like wait, it's so not physical. It's like m- it's actually mainly emotional. Yeah. Like when we think about the dinner table combo over like really like a really hot person or like we want the good dinner table combo, it's like I think that's what makes the person. Like you can be so attracted to that. But the other side of it is I think like letting you're so like letting yourself go would be like get like not trying hard yeah. like just not doing anything not a little physical but mainly like mentally challenging yourself like yeah. that would be that would be how I would be letting yourself go
2: uh, yeah and I the way I would agree with what you said and just like losing motivation in life like like I said my partner doesn't need to be a six-pack person but like let's say Let's say like you're married, you do start to gain some weight. It's like, you don't need to get back to that weight you were when you were 22. But if you're going to the gym every day and you're trying and you're motivated with your job and you're getting up early you're going to work like you're a good person like that to me is like not letting yourself go like your body's just changing over time and there's nothing you can do about it sometimes no and it's beautiful like you yeah. you learn to love that yeah
1: but like yeah if you're not motivated at all like that i feel like i'm gonna read you this i asked because you, what you're saying is like so in line with graham Aww. i was like what do you i said i said when you get a sex send me some um staying physically attracted to your partner thoughts
2: I love that you asked him that.
1: <laughs> what I was so shocked by this is that I think it's more up to the guy to not let themselves go. Physical attraction, I think, will come throughout a different stage of a relationship. Now, we're talking if somebody completely lets themselves go and it's disgusting, 400 pounds, not motivated. That's, that's a whole other. Yeah. That's a whole other. But physical attraction will grow through time after witnessing and seeing what a woman's body can do. Because like, we're the one that's going to have the Graham hormones. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, just wow. just gets better every day. <laughs> The fuck? and then he's like but i think like guys like he's like a lot of times when you think of physical attraction you think of it from um a male looking at a female but he's like i think that the pressure should be on the male to keep it up and i'm like oh that's kind of interesting so um true. and then it's I, like what's your excuse
0: right like <laughs> yeah, what are literally. you doing like you didn't bear children Literally You're just existing gross. Yeah. No, metabolism
1: doesn't stop yeah. by this percentage every year after 21. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, I know I, that scares me every day. Um,
2: they said, I think our definition of physical attractiveness changes over time. And I'm like, I think so. It would, it would have to, there's, n- I mean, and if not, that's, that's on you. You need to fix that because there's no way you can expect your wife to look like she did when she was 18, when she's 50 years old. Like it's physically impossible unless they're really wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and has the same like, i'm not gonna i don't look like the I don't look the same way as I did when I was eighteen, but I still have the same traits as I did of being like motivated. I know we're talking about love languages
1: here in a second mm-hmm. and i th- I find them so ironic in this topic so ironic that we're talking about on the same day because it's this constant battle or like this hack that we're all trying to do of like loving a person mm-hmm. like we're all put up. There's a, there's a ton. There's what? 8 billion humans on the planet. And we pick one and we try to love them really, really well. And it's really hard to do. Like I'm, I come from the school of thought that I could probably function in life with a handful of males.
2: Wait, say what you said about when we were in the comments from the other day. That was a really good analogy. Like, Okay, yeah. So like I could I
1: could probably be with, give me a handful and I could do life with them, but I wouldn't love them. Like I wouldn't have sparks with them, but I could probably function well as a human with them and be a good partner. Yeah. But when it comes to this like physical attractiveness or like this physical sparkness, I think it's so much harder to maintain, but we can learn how to do it well but I think it's I think it's like the perfect combination of like self-worth. Because when you think about looking good, you have to ask
2: yourself, for me or for him? Alex, I ask myself that question, I don't know, ever since like we started this, actually like a few months ago, ever since we had that conversation about the mirror pick, I always go, am I am I doing this for me or him? And him is not like actual person, it's just like guys in general. But yeah, yeah.
1: And, and I think it's, I don't know that we solve it. Like I think the answer is a little bit of both. I ask myself, I'm like, why do you go to the gym? Well, mm-hmm. it's to feel good. But then I say, I want to look good. Why do I want to look good? A little bit for him.
2: But when I'm my best, he gets my best. Which is so okay to want to look good for your partner. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But just make sure, like, you want to do it for yourself, too.
1: Right. Like, I'm, I think it's a bit more for me. I think it's 60 me, 40 him. Or, like, he gets to reap the benefits of a happy me, mm-hmm. which is better for him. And, like, I think, I don't know that there's, like, a secret sauce to it for me, at least. Maybe you feel differently, but I'm like... I'm like, we're just trying to learn to love each other well. And that's a little bit on us and a little bit on both of us. But the better we both exist individually, like the the best we exist together.
2: Yeah. I just feel like when it comes to giving up on a relationship, like you really just have to be intentional and like communicate to your partner and actually try every single day, even if it's like holding hands again or going on a date once a week or maybe waking up 30 minutes early to journal, go to the gym, make breakfast, like just to show your partner, like, you're still motivated with life. I feel like the
0: underlying thing is kind of like spending quality time is different than
2: just being physically together. Like making an effort to actually, like, be present with one another. Yeah, that's a good point. Because mm-hmm. that's what we, me and my ex would always do, too. We'd always be together, but just we wouldn't like together. Being together is not.
1: Yes, that that's kind of like the snap back in and look at them thing. Yeah. Thinking about sitting on the couch a lot yeah beside the person but not actually being with the person is really valid can I ask you a question (laughs) no
2: so when you moved in and this, this goes with you and Mike as well Alana like when you guys moved in with your significant other do you feel like it was easier to lose yourself in that relationship or um give up in that relationship because you were living together and you saw them all the time you didn't have to make an effort as much because like you would just be sitting on the couch with them hanging out with them all day because you knew like you're like well we live together now versus like you didn't live together so when you would hang out on that couch you'd be intentional like we maybe we should have sex because i have to go home after this or maybe we should like hold hands because i have to go home after this is that yeah making sense totally because that's i think why my ex and i lost it because we moved in together and we stopped trying because we were like well we're together all the time now like We'll do it tomorrow because we'll be together. We'll wake up together.
0: Yes. A hundred
2: percent. I was like actually very
0: like cognizant of that at first. Like I would feel like, I don't want to say guilty, but like I would try not to let myself be like in my disgusting natural state as much when you weren't living together. When we started to like, I like I would just be like my living with girls roommate self like all the time and I try not to do that a lot because, like, I just, I don't want to be too too comfortable. Even though I totally am, but I'm, I'm put, I put in that extra effort to, like, brush my hair if we're going to watch a movie together. I don't want to be, like, fully,
2: Being too I don't want to be too comfortable,
0: interest. if that makes sense. Even though I am, and, like, I will gladly do that. I don't feel like he would ever look at me and be like, ew, you look like shit. But I want to feel like I have to keep some level of standard... To keep us from to prevent us from becoming roommates. Which okay. is my number one fear always because it happened with me and my ex.
1: Well, I really like, I like that. I think that, I think you hit it there because I've also been in relationships where I didn't have that desire. Like, so you have something that motivates you to want to stay cute for Mike. Mm-hmm. Don't know what it is. It's something you can't put your finger on. I think it's mm-hmm. just love. Mm-hmm. And I feel that a lot too. Like I'll leave my makeup on sometimes more. Just because I'm like, this is so fun, and I think that I want you to think I'm cute and I feel pretty. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of times where that goes away. And you, you know how when you try something and it's not really who you are, and then you try it for like a week and you're like, I can't keep doing it because I don't love it? It's like that. It's like, this is one of those things where you want to keep doing it and you want to keep working on it. You want to like keep the fire alive mm-hmm. because it's your person.
2: Yeah. Cause like when you're dating someone in the beginning, you're always making sure you look your best. You look your cutest. Like even if you're, if you're going to watch a movie with them, we all wear our best leggings, our cutest yes. sweatshirt. We do yes. our hair and makeup. Totally, so true. but it's like as soon as you get comfortable in a relationship, that kind of kind of fades, and then as soon as you live together, that fades more because like you become this person you were with your roommate. Yes, and that was I loved what you just said about the roommate thing because me and my ex did become roommates. Mm-hmm. So it's like how do you prevent that from happening? It's like you just have to keep that standard, and like you can't get too comfortable.
1: But you don't want the standard if it's not the right person. Like I think I think there's a so sorry, standard for yourself. Yes, but I think to I think to answer your question of how do you know what relationships are worth fighting for and which ones aren't worth fighting for, I think that's your answer. Like sometimes if this oh. if you want to have the standard in your heart, you have it because that's your person. If you don't, you give up on it. You never look back, and you don't. It's not your person. Wait, I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I thought that was the answer. It was like oh because you want that in your heart, but I never felt it. Before I met Graham. Yeah. And then whenever we went through our phase of roommates, I hated it. And I was like, no, I have a crush on this person, but I feel like his roommate. So I wanted to fix it.
2: Yeah. That's scary. I never really thought about it like that because we're so used to having roommates our entire life or even with our parents and siblings. Like we don't need to try with them, Mm -hmm. but it's like, then when you live with someone, you have to really, especially if you live with someone older in life. Like, I mean, the next time I live with someone will probably hopefully be in my thirties. Right. (laughs) Like I haven't, Like, I went almost 30 years of just having roommates. Do you, yeah, and and do you guys like roommate? Because
1: you live with someone and you live with someone, but yours is different than yours. I am not my slobbiest self unless I'm by, unless he's out of town. Like, I have to be fully by myself. Are you guys like that? Like, it has to be, I'm the only one home and I know that. And Um, I can slob out. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, I'm a little bit of a psycho clean freak. So, um, I it's hard for me to be that but like I can be like my most like ugliest self I would say yeah you know, when I'm alone alone
1: same like we're all shower less yes I don't care I don't give a shit yeah 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 isn't that crazy like you know your body just knows like we're the only one
0: here <laughs> yes. let it
1: rip
2: oh it's bad yeah, yeah. yes let it rip is like the feeling oh, it's crazy. oh god so now if I ever live alone before I live with somebody <laughs> it's gonna be even harder before we get in the next topic no days wasted Oh, you we I should say love no
1: days wasted. I took it last night. I took two. Did you drink last night? Uh-huh, I had some wine. Okay, some Sancerre. Love. Yeah, I know. We could. We should go get a bottle soon. No days wasted. It's is here to help us bounce back after drinking. I literally felt fine today. DHM Detox is the ultimate vitamin for when you drink. I was also passing them out to our coworkers yesterday, and I told everyone to take it home.
2: Oh, I love. I know. Oh, I, some of the Chicago guys are here. I was like, here. Wait, question. So did you take it before you drink, or did you take it right after you drink? During. Oh, you take it in the middle. You take it while you're drinking. Oh, I love. And yeah. it's a pill. It's
1: a pill. It's a pill. And you can. T- if you're drinking a lot, like in Nashville, I took two packets. Yeah, because you can do it throughout the... Which are pills, though. Yes, yes, yes. It's a plant-based supplement made up, I think this is the important part, of liver protectants, anti-inflammatory and antioxidant ingredients that help break down the toxic byproduct of alcohol, which I feel like is what separates it from all those other hangover remedies, like this one actually works. And lucky for you guys, we've got you 20% off your order and free shipping in the U.S. Just head over to NoDaysWasted.co. Slash Mean Girl and use k- promo code Mean Girl at checkout. That's NoDaysWasted. Co slash Mean Girl for twenty percent off your order. It's not dot com, it's dot co.
2: <laughs> I will say too, just a quick add to No Days Wasted. My favorite thing about it is I personally love that it's a pill because I always forget to take like the packets of stuff. And in Nashville, we were running around with our head cut off, so it was nice that all of a sudden we'd be drinking and be like, wait. I need to take this. It's a little pill that you can just put in your purse. You can pop it in and you don't have to like get water to take with it. You can, it's just so much easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two little capsules, pop them down. Good to go. Mm -hmm. So it really does make a big difference. Yes. Listener question. (laughs) (laughs) Alex is already fired fired up.
0: Okay. So someone wrote in and said, I just had this debate last night with my friends is cuddling foreplay. Men instantly think they're getting ass. If you cuddle, what do
1: girls expect? love i don't think well i would think all men would think <laughs> when you're cuddling it is foreplay but there's a guy named graham who i'll cuddle i'll be cuddling and i'm like so ready and i'm so excited
2: and he's like bed and i'm like but we're cuddling wait i'm with graham on this what no, what do you think foreplay is cuddling you think cuddling's foreplay yes how are you cuddling is his finger up your butt what? no
1: we're just cuddling <laughs> like when we're cuddling in bed i get so excited because i'm like yeah are you facing him or are your ass is to him either way you shaking mm-hmm. your booty you shaking Woody? your booty i've been like i'll be laying on top of him and he'll be like are you tired and i'm like no
2: <laughs> i'm wide awake you don't think cuddling is foreplay not at all i think you have to be touching or kissing for it to start the foreplay
1: but okay but you started cuddling first and then you started you just randomly started kissing let me
2: rephrase that yeah Always Out of nowhere? Yeah. Aren't you ever just like with someone and they just like start kissing you? I I, I think it's cuddle then kiss. I guess not. Well, are you standing up?
1: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) In the standing up scenario, I get it. But if you're laying in bed
2: and you're cuddling, don't you think that usually is going to transpire into something? No, because I, um, like if I'm laying on a couch with someone, even if I'm on top of them, and we're not kissing or touching, we're not starting the sex yet. But like if they grab me, or like we start like messing around, or the lips start touching. Then I'm like, all right, foreplay. Let's get it on. Oh, Graham no, agrees. No, kind of with on. Alex. I feel like it's the type of cuddling, especially
0: if like if you're if you're spooning. It's like you're like rubbing your ass. Like you couldn't make it more obvious that you like are trying to have sex. Well, yes. I mean,
2: if if you're you could... cuddling and, and, and like, let's say you guys are spooning and Graham starts like touch you, then yes, because he's touching you like in your places. Yeah, he doesn't, because I don't think he thinks cuddling is a cue for that. It's not.
1: Why? <laughs> totally. For me, it is. This is your, your point of view is nice, though, because then it doesn't make cuddling equal sex, which is good. Yeah. But on
2: occasion, it could. I think if you have a little... There's something called a little, dirt, a little dirty cuddling. <laughs> like, when you're cuddling someone and they start to, like, start rubbing you and putting their hands on you... All right. I don't think the guy. <laughs> let's get it on. No, I will be laying on him
1: and I could, he won't catch it. You're
2: depressing me. Or if, like, or if you're cuddling and like, I, th- I actually, I take it back. If you're cuddling and like the hand goes on the thigh and starts rubbing the thigh, let's get it on. <laughs> but yeah, Let's get it on. I don't know that you're cuddling. With a hand on the
1: thigh. That's what I mean, because cuddling's not foreplay. Yes, and I think cuddling is definitely foreplay. I think You need to add a little spice to it to make yeah, it foreplay. You can't just be sitting there like... I do! And he's like, <laughs> that's foreplay! <laughs> I think that cuddling leads to the... I think... I just think it is, right?
2: No! Are no you
1: rubbing? Where's your hands? Where's your, yeah, what do you... It depends. Well, where do they have to be? Can they be around him? Can I be is like... Is he a big spoon?
2: Um, yes. Okay. Always. So if you're, and your arms are just wrapped around his chest, I think girls that are big spoons.
1: I, that is so not like I like to be a backpack sometimes. What? Wait, it's <laughs> more like a, a joke. You just you said that about Graham. Yeah. Wait. No, girls that are big spoons. You said Graham's the. He's oh, Graham's the big spoon. A big, he's spoon. a man. Graham's my oh, big spoon. Oh, I'm, I'm always a little spoon. You gotta be little. Big.
0: I'm a big girl, like a tall girl. No, like, I, I want to be a Ninety-eight percent of the time, I'm little spoon. I'm just saying sometimes it's funny and cute. So you're, just, you're little and cute. Yeah, backpack, you're cute. And you're little. not five eight.
1: With <laughs> <laughs> a man who's. <laughs> your height you're like a fucking giant sometimes Alana <laughs> literally, like literally. You, actually
2: be, you actually can be the biggest spoon I guess it's different. finding a man yeah. who can pick a girl up this tall is <laughs> just depressing debatably we are the big spoons okay <laughs> I got big fucking hands and feet okay
1: you could be the backpack i've never been a backpack
2: no we are crying.
1: backpacks we are full of like hockey satchels we're like, like, golf bags. bags we are golf bags fucking hate it oh, it's like the backpack's cute we're like yeah you're cute yeah you're also like what four eight five, five, you'll uh, be a little spoon okay. <laughs> i feel tall standing here.
2: i hate it i hate it here Okay, so Graham is the big spoon, your little spoon. Where are his hands? I have to be little spoon I feel
1: huge. <laughs> I'm so triggered. I'm I so triggered, stop. and I'm feeling like a giant. We are <laughs> giants. I'm sweating. Yeah, Graham's always the
2: big spoon. Okay, where are his hands? Around me. But maybe. Oh! What? Maybe you think it's um, foreplay because he's t- he's around near your boobs and your boobs are such a big turn on spot for you. That's that's what it is. <laughs> it's probably that. I'm like, oh, because you're like he's touching my boobs and I can get an orgasm. It's getting worse. That could be it. I think because I'm assuming it's like this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like wrapped around. Okay, so mm. you're like, okay, remember I told you like sometimes when you when you're you, when you're attracted to someone and they just like touch you your body just like zaps mm. do you know what I'm talking about just like yes. they could literally just put their hand your their hand on your back or just like graze you and you're like oh my god so <laughs> you could
0: be <beat> that <laughs> rhythm you just
2: did oh my god <laughs> oh my god
1: Starting to get silly goofy mood. She's liking it. She's being touched by somebody. The chair, I guess. She's like, oh my god. No, if if he even touches my hand, I feel like a zap. I'm so I like, so
2: mean, so like for you, since like he's grazing your boob, even though he's not thinking about it, like that could like start zapping your body, and then I can see why that could be foreplay for you. I agree i think i just i just cracked the code thank you (laughs) thank you i i I think
1: that cuddle so you think no you think kind of and i think absolutely cuddling is foreplay without a shadow of a doubt if a girl wants to cuddle with you she wants to have sex with you no yes that is
2: lies tell me lies. (laughs) (laughs) tell tell
1: me tell wait what is that damn it
2: tell me lies Lies, tell tell me sweet little lies lies. oh we're gonna get my uh uh, copyright (laughs) (laughs) no that's a lie alex because what if what if they're laying flat and like you're doing like that, like the old school type of cuddle, like Graham's laying flat and you're just like laying on his chest. To me, that's so like PG, just like cute. Like that, no, no. Um, that That's
1: maybe that one, that one specific act of cuddling. Okay. The spooning one to me, that was like, no. just go yeah, for it. Yeah, spooning is like, I. Put just put it in your hands. Correct. Better be down my
2: pants if you yeah. want to start having sex. I no. agree with
1: Alex on that one. They they have to put in the work. <laughs> you want to start touching me? What if you're the backpacker? Is that, is that the scenario? The backpack
0: is more like a silly goofy move kind of <laughs> thing. We're not really a
2: back
1: scratch. Maybe I
2: will that's say not though. Sex. Okay, yeah. if you are backpack, <laughs> never think about the um, <clears throat> control you have over the guy because like you have ac- you have easier access to like grab him or like touch his neck or like play with his ear or his hair you know what I mean? yeah like it's, it's kind true of fun being a, i'm never on in the back but it's kind of fun being no in the no
1: back. <laughs> i feel like i am six two when i'm a back.
2: Hey, <laughs> Graham is six seven so that's yeah, a little close yeah. A little close yeah yeah <laughs> okay so we're gonna agree to disagree yeah that's good that's, that's good it's a it discussion boils to the individual i think this is a great time for an ad
1: everly well <laughs> Your your favorite food sensitivity test, yes. <laughs> Everly Well, is a digital healthcare designed just for you at an affordable, transparent price. If you've been experiencing symptoms and don't know where to start, Everly Well is committed to listening and supporting your journey towards better health and wellness. You took the at-home test. I did. And what'd you think of it? I loved
2: it. I love being super in tune with my body, and it was just nice to be able to get all like the specifics. I also... And that person who's always like I self-diagnose myself with like I'm lactose intolerant this day. I'm gluten intolerant this day. I'm X, Y and Z. So it's nice to actually take a test to allow your brain to know if you actually are those things or not. And yes, I might truly be lactose intolerant. And it's nice to know that I am. It's not always going to change what I do, but it's, it's nice to know. It's, but it's nice to know. And the best part about it was how easy it was to ship, receive, send back
1: the test. Like they make the process so seamless. So if you're listening and you're like, "This is for me," Everlywell is offering a special discount of twenty percent off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com/mean. That's everlywell.com/mean for twenty percent off your next at-home lab test. everlywell.com/mean Love that. Happy
2: eating. You know what else I love?
1: Well, uh, languages. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got it. I was going to say one, and then I might buy but I think it's languages. Love languages. Tell us the love languages. Okay, so I feel like we've talked about love languages, not on the pod, but just in general with each other, and I always thought everyone knew what a love language was, but I was talking to a friend of ours the other day, and I brought up love languages, because she was telling me a story. She was like, I was t- I'm talking to this guy that I like, and our communication's been off lately. Like he it just seems like he's pulling away and she was giving me examples. And I was like, well, maybe it's because the, he receives love differently that you're giving him. Like, what's his love language? She's like, what's a love language? I'm like what? How do you, know? I, I didn't shame her. I was like, oh my gosh, you don't know what a <laughs> love language is. <laughs> so I was, I was explaining her the difference, like how you give love is different than how you receive love. And this man, Maybe as a words of affirmation and you're more of acts service. So he, to see, to show him that you like him, he might want like, you're cute. You look great today. How was your day? And you want to receive love by, I want him to take me out to dinner and spend quality time with me. Mm-hmm. But like, since you guys don't know how you receive or give love, your communication's being a little, a little icky, a little a little a little rubbing against one another and it was just like very eye-opening because i thought i assumed which i should never assume that everyone knew what a love language was but they don't and it's so fascinating okay give us the five okay so you have quality time words of affirmation acts of service um physical touch sorry and then giving gifts okay Are acts of service and giving gifts the same? I don't know. No, I think just gifts is like Like physical, tangible gifts is like. Okay, so acts of service, giving gifts, physical touch, words of affirmation, and quality time. Okay. So,
1: I was digging into this because I knew we were going to talk about it. And I thought it would be, I thought like to do as a discussion, I found points against it kind of. Like, but they're thought starters. Oh, okay. But they're like, I, I don't, I don't, it's not a, I'm all for the love languages, mm-hmm. but they haven't existed forever. So I thought that was interesting.
2: That's very correct. Yeah.
1: Like, I love things that if they did them in the caveman times, I'm like, okay, it's probably a thing. But then if it's like a new one, I'm like, well, what's going on with that? They didn't do it at Yellowstone. It's not real. <laughs> you can't do it on a horse. I'm not for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, we're trying to figure out themes for my best friend's bachelorette party right now. And they were like, ask them to me. And I was like, space cowgirl beach boots and they were like come on you got to give <laughs> like, us something stop. different i was you're, like i'm so sorry you're like
2: barbie cowgirl space cowgirl <laughs> yeah. uh real cowgirl country cowgirl city cowgirl <laughs> and they were like we're not doing any of those okay.
1: <laughs> sorry that you're is on invited. the mind <laughs> literally um okay so i saw this article that was talking about how love languages can be an oversimplification of us like we can't fit into these all five boxes and I thought no I think we can mm-hmm. like because we all know our love language we know how to give and we know how to receive like mm-hmm. we know how our partner wants to receive and we know how to give and so it was like it's an oversimplification of us as a as people and I thought probably not because I'm for the five love languages but then it said because it can result in you keeping score and I thought that was really fascinating Oh. So, if you're like, I know your gifts, and I brought you a gift, then I'm kind of like, well, when is she going to give me my words of affirmation? What's
2: your favorite part about love languages? So, I l- like, I love love languages. <laughs> I <laughs> love love languages because I, I think it just, it, it's a really good way to, sh- like, I don't know how to describe it, but like, have a healthy love connection with your partner, mm-hmm. and it also helps me realize the type of person I am. Like, I am. Quality time. I'll give my past relationship example. I feel bad. I'm just like my past relationship, but that's all I have to stand up and <laughs> do it. Am I in a relationship? <laughs> um, I love. Sorry, and it was serious. Very. What? Yeah, it was very. It was yeah. five years. It was very serious. But I am words of affirmation and quality time. Okay. My yeah. partner was physical touch. Yeah. So I lacked the physical touch because I was just at the time only thought love language was one sided. But I had to learn like okay, just because that's not how I receive love doesn't mean that's not how he receives love. So I need to learn how to give love to my partner based off of his love language. And I need to be more physically touchy. And -hmm. then he needs to be more words of affirmation to me and more quality time with me, even though he doesn't receive love that way. Right. Like that's the thing about it is I think when you, I think that's the pro because
1: it's hard because the way you view love languages is so healthy, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's the way everyone does. I view them how you do them. Yeah. Like, I think through them that way as well. And then it's like, you know, you have to give one way, receive another, and your partner has to know that as well.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I feel like a lot of people are closed minded and they're like, well, pfft. I receive love this way. So my partner has to receive love that way too. Right. And it, and the problem with that is it puts the power of being loved in somebody
1: else's hands. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's, that's
1: like my biggest con on it because it's like, if you don't understand the way love languages work, then you're like, well, I'm waiting to be loved because he's supposed to give me this. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, you have to, you have to have your cup full. The love languages is an added bonus. It requires communication, but you can't just walk around and be like, he's got to do acts
2: of service for me, mm-hmm. or I won't feel loved. So you have to communicate it. You have to, you have to tell him. You have to. It's like kind of a weird conversation or like something to ask someone if you're maybe first dating them, but it's mm-hmm. so important because mm-hmm. even in friendship, I am words of affirmation, so if you guys aren't giving me reassurance that you love me on a daily basis, I'm gonna panic.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do think that's good to know in a, in a, I think you should do them, it's like with therapy, I think you should do them all days, but especially on the rainy days when you need the umbrella where it's like if you're having a hard time, I never actually do this. But knowing yours is words of affirmation, it would be good of me to be like, OK, this could, this would be a time when we could use words of affirmation. It's not when you want me to bring you Starbucks. No, i not going to do it for you. No, I could care less about that. But you have to like I also think one of like the things I struggled with the most of it was using it as a quick fix, though, instead of fixing the underlying problem being like, well, I know if I do this, we could solve that for today. But then it's like, you didn't really fix it in you. Yeah, I just like tried to help fix it, which I like, I like that because I think it's helpful. But I think the thing about love language is they're they're an everyday thing, not a rainy day thing. It makes
0: me think it's more of like, it's more understanding like what will make them like really upset. Like the lack thereof is what, is like what you're trying to avoid. Like Mm -hmm. I'm physical touch, I would say. So if Mike like, I should probably make him listen to this episode, actually. <laughs> if he like pulls his hand off, like away from me if we're like holding hands, I am like irrationally uh, like mad. Or like two ni- like a few nights ago, he came to bed like after me and like didn't give me a kiss good night, and I was like so irate. I like got up and like started reading a book in the living room. Like I'm crazy, but because that's your that's thing. It means so much to me, and he's like, "Why are you like being so dramatic?" Because it means so much to me. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like and it just, it seems like such a stupid thing, but it's
1: like the lack of it is what is so upsetting. I love thinking about it kind of in reverse. Yeah. I do too. Cause there's, it, we can't be one. Yeah. But you can know the the trigger point. Like if I don't do, she's going to be, a, so it's like, take you for example, your physical touch. You're going to be a lot of things, but, but kiss you goodnight. Hmm. Like you, you don't need to get me a gift. I don't really care about that. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, if you fucking
0: pull your hand away from me, if we're holding hands, walking down the street, I am like crazy, like spiral, like upset. Like, why did you just do that? That was so mean. Like, there was no reason for you to pull your hand away.
2: There was no one coming. Why'd you do that?
0: Right. That's literally
2: every time. (laughs) I love you. Like when I was in my relationship, I was like, you have to tell me you love me every day. Yeah. And if you don't, I'm going to flip shit. Like get off the phone with someone and they don't say, I love you. I'm, I'm sorry. What? Really? So I wouldn't
0: even think about that. That's
2: so interesting. Like, even with my parents, I'm like, I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hello. I love you. <laughs> say back. Say back. Yeah. Like, or like when I would say I love you, and they'd be like, you too. I'm like, oh, do not pull the you too. When you <laughs> type out or you say I love you too. Do not say you too. I uh, yeah. Put the L. Put the L word in there. And don't say love you. Say I love you. Like I'm. You're right. I'm crazy That's, about that. Mm-hmm. I'm irrational about that that must be your thing <laughs> it is and quality time if, my, if someone doesn't give me quality time like if i was dating someone who only wanted to hang out with their friends and me i would flip shit i need alone time Yo, oh, oh oh i see what you're saying i no. need to be one-on-one
1: but see like this is this is my problem listening to youtube feel so passionately about these <laughs> there's not one on the list like i think that the five love languages i identify with like four of them but then i'm like I'm not I don't feel so passionately about all of them which is why I feel like we I'm like how are we one hmm. but so I like the whole you might have like um no room for error or like not hitting one on the head because it'll cause like the pop Yeah. I agree with that. Like steer
0: clear of 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 not saying I love you if it's words of affirmation or like not kissing her goodnight if it's physical touch because it'll make them spiral. We're mm-hmm. not maybe yours is gifts but it goes beyond like physical gifts. Maybe it's like Graham, you know, like cooking you dinner. Mm-hmm. Is is that an act of service or is it a gift? I don't know. That's kind of like where Any it gets confusing. But
1: you know, the birth
0: the birthday thing triggered you.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like to be thought of. Yeah, maybe from that's more him, of like
0: what gifts is. I think, to I be think so.
2: Because remember how you told me when I when I bought you dinner how much that meant to you? Oh, oh I that's did say true. that. Yeah. 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 Do you want to know something really funny? What? <laughs> what? I just thought of this So okay. <laughs> you, So you're really good about always being Love you to me mm-hmm. <laughs> This is so embarrassing and I remember one time like a month ago You always say love you before you leave And you didn't say it and I walked away and I was like No <laughs> <laughs> I was literally I was like oh my god she didn't say it Because I don't have a lot of friends who are consistent You're very consistent about love you You always say you're like love you bye And then one time you didn't say it I was like oh my God, she hates me today. She, <laughs> oh my God. She hates me. <laughs> I had no idea. I don't even remember it. That's what I mean. Like I just, they just like, I forgot about that, but it just sparked something. So I was like, well, maybe with friends too, but you're my only friend who's consistent about saying love you. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Now that, there's my question. So I know that's yours and
1: now your physical touch. Yeah. I wouldn't say as much as friends though. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm like, like, oh fuck. You want to hold your hand? <laughs> no. What if, like, okay. So if I know both of yours, the least concern I have is what mine is because you're supposed to give them to me. So am I just supposed to walk around like shooting like <laughs> your, your guys is at you? That's my thing with this whole deal. I'm like, so you're a pew, 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 love you, love you, love you. And you're like, I'm going to come give you a hug every morning. So like I'm constantly. No, I think it's different with friends though. Cause
2: I don't, yeah.
0: I'm not that
1: touchy with my friends.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, so I'm different with friends. Yeah. You're
2: just the, I'm, it's more of, it was like a it was funny because you're the only friend who um, you're like, I love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Bye. Love, bye. love you. Bye. Okay. Um, so in my head, I think I was just like, Oh my God, she didn't say it. I wonder if she's mad at me today. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, that's also happens when you're single and you don't have any, <laughs> Anyone else <to> tell <laughs> If you I'm mad them. at you. You will know. Stop. <laughs> 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 yeah. But definitely different for friends and, uh, yeah. And, uh, romantic partners. Yes, very, <laughs> very
1: highly. I know I always la- like yeah, well, I feel like we yeah. I can't
2: I can't be touchy with my girlfriends. I, w- I love <laughs> yeah, being touchy not. with guys obviously, but I I've never been of that friend who's like you know some friends like can like cuddle or hug all the time or like I'm I can't. I'm not like that either. Do not. Yeah. Do don't not like touch
1: those. me. <laughs> <laughs> don't
2: fucking touch me. Don't fucking touch me. When somebody says like my
1: love language is physical touch, I'm like, Wah.
2: like <laughs> I hate when like a friend will like grab your hand or like put their legs on you. I'm like, please don't touch me. Oh yeah. I have a one. This one friend
0: that like if you sleep with her, she spoons you. No. no! And she rubs your her no, foot no! Her leg. No. Stop and it.
1: She does it to everyone, and everyone's no. like, oh, who's sleeping with Lisa tonight? Not, not me. me. Never.
2: <laughs> Ever. I have. No, I would kill <laughs> yeah, she myself. She literally like, crickets your leg with her foot. No, 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 yeah. it's fucking crazy. And I nobody
1: can't. wants that. Like no. that's my thing with physical touches. You you need it, but you're touching another
2: person who might not want to be touched. Yeah, I don't like physical touch with friends at all. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. <laughs> I'm like, <"Ugh." laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Do you, Can you do a Live Pure ad?
1: <laughs> yeah, I can. Because we love Live Pure. I'm obsessed with Live Pure. Um, I was going to read it, but we don't even need to. Yeah. Okay, so I'm on the energy packets, one a day. It is the best non-jittery energy in the entire world. I love that. I can't even, I'm just like, oh. And then you know how like we'll go out or we'll go to the gym. We'll be sweating profusely. Want to replenish your hydration. Their hydration packets are incredible. And you're dropping them both in water. So you're inevitably hydrating. Yeah. And they taste great. They taste so good.
2: I love that. There's a, a, there's a different type. Like you can hydrate, you can energize. Isn't there, there's a recovery. Yes. So that's really nice too, because then you can take the one that fits you for that day. Or you can take all three if you want to. Absolutely, how uh, many flavors there are,
1: and I've been putting the whey protein in my shakes, and they don't make you feel bloated at all. You know how some whey protein will kind
2: of like bloat you a bit. This whey protein doesn't do that one bit. Yeah, I'm really sensitive to whey protein, so I I have to make sure my protein isn't. Way, but with Live Pure, yeah. If it's not going to make you blow, that's incredible. It's not going to make you blow. It's great. Also, they, they But they also have um, vegan protein for your lactose
1: intolerantness.
2: And yours. <laughs> and mine.
1: And mine. Um, so, And when I was training with Raph and Rowdy, this is how I found it. And now Jordan and I are obsessed with it. So we love that Live Pure has been sponsoring these. You can go to LivePure.com and use code MEAN25 for 25% off your entire order. Let me just note that it's L-I-V-P-U-R. Ooh, so good. drop the E's. Live Pure. And then you can drop the east, No e. Oh,
2: I I kind of love that. Live, live pur. L-I-V-P-U-R. Drop the ease. That does not rhyme. <laughs> that does not
1: rhyme. Mean 25 for 25% off. Enjoy. I'm telling you it's the best. Yay. Okay. So we were talking to a friend who had on a bracelet and it matched Alana's ring. And you're like, oh my God, I love your bracelet. And she was like, I, and this blew my mind. Mm-hmm. But she said, I got this after a breakup. I just went to Cartier and bought myself a bracelet. And we were like, we're going to talk about that. But then she said, I'm dating the guy now. And we were like, no, no. she said, I bought this. (laughs) She bought
0: this for myself because he couldn't uh, have bought it. He couldn't have afforded to buy it for me, which I thought was such a bad bitch power move thing to say. Such a power
2: move. But then you made a really valid point of, I think you said the thing about jewelry. It's like, if you buy, I, I, I think buying your, a breakup gift is so awesome, but jewelry is hard because then you see it every day and you're like, oh, I bought that because I broke up with blah, blah, blah. And now you think of blah, blah, blah every day.
1: Yes. And, but now, now I think she, now that I'm thinking about it, it's funny when you say something back to me that I say, I'm like, oh, well, but, but obviously she was proud of herself in that moment. <laughs> so she looks at it and she's like, go me. I got over him. I mean, they got back together because second chances. Yeah. But how cool of her to go to the store and buy herself something. Like, that's a girl boss move. I was so impressed. I was like, you go, girl. Yes, and then to get back together
2: with him sparked our thoughts of like second chances. Yeah, what are your th- I mean, I know I know your thoughts to someone on second chances cuz uh, you gave grandma a second chance, but a little bit more like broadly outside of your marriage. Like what are your thoughts on second chances? I think it's hard because I
1: always think when somebody shows you their true colors, let them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like that's your true color. And we have to see that. And it's it's probably not going to change on a moral level. I have a harder time with it with friends. Like if we burn a friend bridge, that bridge for me is usually burned. Yeah. But when it came to Graham, like I did let him rebuild that because he was a good person. Like he had potential in him. But I don't ever stick around long enough with a friend to see if they have the potential. Does that yeah. make sense?
2: Yeah, I used to always tell myself growing up, um you broke up for a reason that Mm -hmm. was always my excuse I think it was more of a cop-out now that I think of it like once a cheater always a cheater you broke up for a reason but I feel like now that I'm actually have gone through seasons of life I'm realizing people can change as human beings so the person I was even two years ago when I dated x y and z is not the person I was today so if I broke up with that person because of a certain reason it maybe would work now because i've matured and i'm different Mm -hmm. so i feel like it really depends on the reason why you break up with that person and why you're getting back together because if you let's say you break up with someone and like because you're like someone else is out there it's i'm gonna find someone else but then a few months go by and you're lonely and you're like well like i mean it worked with that person and i just don't want to be alone anymore so let's just get back together i think that's so wrong yes like
1: we that's such a good point we get these dms all the time i mean Mm -hmm. i feel like any of us log on on any given day and it's a i want to break up with my person because they're not motivated because we don't have the physical attraction we stopped having sex okay all of those we you can change Mm -hmm. if you want to for the right person like i think the classic example is you and i are dating you don't have a job Mm -hmm. i'm paying all the bills you're not motivated i'm like i'm gonna cut the line Okay. That could either make or break you. Yeah. You could be like, that's going to light a fire under my ass. I want to go get a job to get her back. Or you could be like, mm, and float on your merry way. But if you go and like fix what I wanted for me and then you come back around chance all day long.
2: That's so true. It's like, it depends on, yeah. Like why you broke up. And if that person fixed the re like fix that specific thing that you needed in a relationship yeah. for you. Yeah. Like, one time, I heard th- I heard this thing on TikTok, and I can't remember who it is, so I apologize, because I did not invent this. But um, this girl was talking about how... <laughs> Sorry, I was in the box theory. <laughs> Just kidding. <Yeah>. Cut. No. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't the box theory. <laughs> she was, she's like, bro. <laughs> she was, like, talking about how people, they're always, like, girls are always, like, why this, why didn't it work out with this guy, but, or why didn't it work out with him, but then a month later, he found a girl, and it worked out for them. And she was talking about how we have different energy levels, and your energy level might be a four, so you need like a four from that person. But they're at a two, so all they can give you is a two. Or you're at a six, and you need a t- or you're at a six, and you need a ten, but you're with someone who's only a four. Like you need to find someone who matches. And I feel like i trying to thought this through. <laughs> I was like math. <laughs> That's yeah, like, well, I can't cut that out. I can't. Well no, I no, I, 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 I like
1: that. that. <laughs> Maybe I can finish it for you. Well, I'm try- I mean, I'm not gonna be able to finish the TikTok. But. So what I was
2: so that you're saying is like you need to find someone who is on your wavelength energy-wise. So at the time, if you break up with someone because let's say you're you really need a 10 now at this point in your life and your partner's only giving you a four. Well, let's say in a year that person's at a 10 and they can give you that 10. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but it's like, it's like, then
1: we get to, we get to the, uh, fork in the road. And if you guys did break up in the scenario, of the 10 and a six, the 10 might be on their way dating somebody else, but it might come back around where it works for you. Yeah. Like, that's when it's like a timing thing, which isn't a bad thing. <sighs> timing, man. The timing. It's like, I think if, okay, I think it's the intent too. We always talk about the intention behind things. If you break up with the intent, you're going to get back together. I think you've lessened your chances so significantly. Wait, say that again. If you break up with the intent to get back together, so if you say, we're going to break up, I need you to go do X, Y, Z, then we'll get back together. I think you just cut in half the odds you're going to get back together. If you truly break up and say, I'm breaking up with you because you're not motivated and I want someone motivated, and then you, you do like a clean line in the sand and then they happen to go get motivated, I think then they have a chance of coming back. But they have to do it for themselves, not for you. Because if they're doing it for you, I don't think it's a permanent fix. 100%.
2: Hundred percent. And I also think it's all about the reason of getting back together, because I know so many people who were like, oh, well, I haven't found anyone in a year. It kind of worked with my ex. So like, I'll just hit him up that. OK, so I don't even think that's considered a second chance. That's it's a second go. Yeah. That's, and also just like one point five. The wrong reasons to get back together with someone. You should never get back together with someone because you're lonely.
1: Yes. Or like you're
2: desperate or worried. You're not going to find someone else.
1: I agree i I think i I think, okay, I think when it comes to second chances, I'm like I love a second chance because what's the harm in it, other than other than you're going to lose time and if you don't if you're not going to hurt yourself again, I do think people can change, and I do think we evolve the older that we get, and I would want somebody to give me the grace of a second chance, so I think I'm pro second chance,
2: yeah, you've really changed my mindset on second chances before you I was like you burn the bridge, it's burned forever. But after hearing what you and Graham have gone through and just becoming, I feel like, more emotionally aware human being, I'm like, you know what? I think everyone does deserve a second chance, depending on the situation, because we change. If you put in the work so much as a human being throughout life, like I think people change. I'm gonna say it. Like people, like people never change, I'm like, people change. People change,
1: and there was a risk when I got back together with Graham and it was gonna be this. I could in a year be saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. And I was like, I joke could be on me this time around, but mm-hmm. is the risk going to be worth the reward if it's not that? And it was, yeah. but you do have to ask yourself, you know, cause sometimes, you know, if you and I were friends and you stabbed me in the back once and then we're going to be friends again, if you, what if you stabbed me in the back a second time, that one would be on me. Yeah. And I mean, you'd have to question that, but you might be like, it's worth it. Yeah. Especially if you can emotionally handle it. I agree. And especially if if time goes by, mm-hmm. time does heal which could be a bad thing because then, you know, you're like ready to take another shot. Yeah, it does. Time, time heals all.
2: Does it? Are we okay? <laughs> time heals everything. <laughs> does it? I don't know. Um, I think this is a great time for an act. Um
1: Adam and Eve, speaking of... Cuddling, being or not being foreplay. What
2: Adam and Eve is offering fifty percent off just about any item. Can I just say something quick about Adam and Eve? What you guys? I got a new vibrator from Adam and Eve. Oh, oh yes. yes, you did. The crazy little fucker. The flower. It's a flower with a little <laughs> tongue thing, majigger. It's like Le- don't ever. Sorry, <laughs> do I know. I,
1: I was just trying to read the ad after that moment.
2: All I have to say is, it's the most incredible vibrator I've ever had in my entire life, and it mimics. Um, it's probably the thing that's mimicked a orgasm with a person. Wait, it's the first vibrator I've had that's mimicked an orgasm that I have with a person that closely. Does that Your mean? orgasm was like a, a human? Yes. Okay. It mimicked that. And not per, not perfectly, but it was the closest I've ever gotten with that vibrator. Wow. And they
1: can get it for
2: 50% off. Yeah. Do you know the name? Because someone actually DM'd and asked. I don't, but I can find it. Okay, I'll put it's, it in the description. Yeah, I'll I'll look it up online. It's like the little red, Um, it looks like a rose almost, with the little tongue sticking out of it. It's not the sucker, it's like the little tongue sticking out of it.
1: I think people should try that. Yeah. And you can get discreet shipping and your privacy is a priority because they ship them in like not like nondescript boxes. Yeah. Plus free shipping on your entire order. Doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. All will be packaged and sent discreetly and for free. So go to adamandeve.com and enter code MEANGIRL for freaking 50% off almost any item. 50% off almost any item and free shipping with code MEANGIRL. That's MEANGIRL, M-E-A-N-G-I-R-L at adamandeve.com.
2: Ooh. Yay. Well, on that note,
1: follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. We're Snapchat. We're huge on Facebook. We're, we're larger on Facebook than we are on Instagram. Can't stop us on Facebook. <laughs> Cannot. Stop live, don't, stop. don't stop. Don't try it. <laughs> Cannot. <laughs> um, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a five star review and subscribe to our YouTube channel.
2: Yes. And yes. <laughs> yes. What Alex said, because Alex says that. The best. Um, We love you guys. Bye. I I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. you (laughs) Thank you.